What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the MC Podcast. I am your host, MC. I'm gonna play this real quick, Johnny, before you get off on your weird shit. Right I'm trying to have a little bit of <laughs> play. I'm, hold on. I'm gonna do this. Yeah, play. Don't wait for her, man. Don't wait for her. I'll tell you what, man. Come with me now, and you know I'll get you some lunch. I'll hook you up with something. I got a little back, you know, no problem. I hear you. That's cool. All right, it's cool. Hey, can't you guys just wait here about a half hour, man? Yo, I'll be back, man. I'm just gonna munch up a little yeah. bit, man. I'm pretty hungry. Yo, let him come back. Here you will find food for your body, as well as comfort for your troubled mind. I'd really like some soup. Bread and butter. Of course, my friend. What happened to your hand? I'm not... Oh, food at last. How do you make it here? Regular storage procedure. The same as the other food. What other food? Fish. Soup. Protein. Rice. Boy, Next morning, I went to the store to get some food. Bread and butter. They arrested me. I'll save you. Thank you. Would you like a snack? Thanks for the drink. You talk of the people's rights. The people have a. Just crazy. Get no kick from champagne. Mere alcohol doesn't thrill me at all. So tell me why shouldn't it be true? I get a kick out of brew. There's only one beer left. Rappers screaming all in our ears like we're deaf. Tempt me, do a number on the label. Eat up all the MCs and drink them under the table like it's on me. Put it on my tab, kid, however you get there. Foot it, cab it, iron horse it. You leave it on your face, forfeit. Of course, the mic holds it like the heat. He might toss it. That was MF Doom. That was off of his, uh, let me get the name of it real quick. That was off MM Food 2004, MF Doom. And he's been doing it for more than 20 plus years. Uh, amazing artist. Even though I'm not, I wasn't, we were not huge fans of him. Um, you have to respect the legacy at the end of the day. <clears throat> yes, recipes to MF Doom, a legend in the underground world, as well as, as well as a lot of the places too. He really inspired a lot of rappers and really showed a different type of music that he was a rapper's rapper. He was a writer's writer. Mm-hmm. That means he really wrote for people <clears throat> in his circle. He wrote to, he wrote to really. You know how chefs only cook for chefs really the best food kind of. Mm-hmm. It may be it may be not considered the best food, but it may be like the odds and ends of food. That's what that's what MF Doom was. He really wrote to rappers. Yeah. He wrote to say, "Hey, I got these bars, I got these lyrics, I got these beats. Look what I could do." He really didn't try to please the world. He just wanted to please his own self, and it showed in his music. And I think you have to be a real, real rap fan to really appreciate what he did. And me and you both are those fans, you know, it may not have been our it may not have been my style particularly, but I do respect what he did. And I respect the way he did it for so long, you know, keeping keeping everything he wanted to he inspired others without showing his face. Which yeah. is amazing. You know, Banksy in hip hop, but only way better. So recipes to MF Doom, you know. Appreciate everything for the culture. Rest in power. Remember, all caps to MF Doom when you spell his name. Don't Doom that. All right, buddy. Let's um real quick. Let's let's get out of this little weird. Um. 
bring some life back real quick. Oh, by the way, happy New Year's, everybody. Yeah, 2021. Happy New Year's, man. It's gonna be a year of growth. It's gonna be a year of everything you want, that you earned, that you're gonna get. We are recording this New Year's Eve. So be out here for you guys. You know, quarantined up, you know, mask on. Mask up. Pause no homo. But we out here. Anyway, shout out to everybody out there. Keep doing your thing. And you know, 2020. It was a year of reflection. We all learned from it. We all grew from it. So 2021, we had to come out running, sprint that shit. The marathon still continues. Man, what if one thing 2020 taught you, period, what was it? I mean, honestly, it taught me if you cannot change your situation, change your perspective. Okay. You know, because like everything in life, shit happens you cannot control. You can't. Yeah. It's unavoidable. Okay. If you know you can't change it, you can't change the course of it. So what do you do? You change the way you look at it. Change those negatives and positives, those mistakes into lessons, those lessons into examples for other people. And that's been 2020 in, in a nutshell. It's been spend time with your family, enjoy what you got right now. Remember that just because you don't see something doesn't mean it's not happening. I mean, from everything from like the social injustice that happened this whole year, from that whole movement, that explosion, you know, from presidencies being toppled, from people realizing that the government's not there for you. They're not. People understand that, hey, these politicians don't give a fuck about you. I mean, look at this shit now. We got a stimulus check for what, 600 bucks? Yeah. So we got 1800 for the whole year if you got no kids. And you make a certain income. And I thought she was wanting. I'm like, y'all don't give a fuck about us at all. We're all the people out. You know, so shout out to you. 2021, let's go get it. Man, besides everything you just said about 2020, you know, love your family. Live in the, live in the moment. Live in the presence of what's going on right now because we never know whenever... It's going to change. It could change in the blink of an eye like it did this year. Exactly. And, you uh, know, when things change, you grow, you become better. But with that, <laughs> this podcast got popping. I appreciate you, Johnny. Thank you so much for coming on here. And I would say that 2020 has taught me anything. is that I'm happy to be to have an aspiration with somebody that has the same aspiration as me who necessarily doesn't want to be the cloud-chasing crazy person but have a real authentic look on things and – we here, man. 2021, we up, man. I'm telling you right now. We up, 2021. Get out of the funk. Oh, J. Cole. Yeah. He has a song for every part of your life. He does. He J. Does. Cole literally has a song for every single part of your life. Love yours. Love yours. No such thing. No such thing as a life that's better than yours. No such thing as a life that's better than yours. Love yours. No such thing as a life that's better than yours. No such thing. No such thing. Heart beating fast. Let a nigga know that he alive. I'm not playing all that, man, but I, I played J. Cole right now to say that the man's put out a list of albums he wants to put out before he says he's going to retire. Now, now, hold on. Let's not speculate right here because that list is his retirement. just doesn't fall off. I think he wants to retire. I don't know, man. I doubt it. I feel like the GOAT can't leave the country like that. He can't leave us behind. We for you, you Jay. We ride with you. Do you think... If you shoot, we shoot. Do you think J. Cole is... Saying he's gonna fall off on that album That's that's the album that everybody's gonna fuck with I don't know Do you think it's a premonition? No He doesn't He doesn't put out bad works of art He doesn't Okay And, and I mean I think His list is just a look into his future Like hey 
I came in this game. I did some things I want to accomplish. I got those done. Now where's my family? You know, I have my son. I have my second kid on the way. got my wife. Let me be a father. Okay. And, and then wherever that takes them, will go with that way too. Like, I don't think that he's going to fall particularly. I think he's like, hey, you know what? While fatherhood, maybe he finds another genre of music he wants to go to. Maybe he wants to rap again. You know, inspiration I, comes and goes. Like I said, I think he just wants to be in a CEO seat. I think he wants, I think he wants to give JID, Boz, uh, Everybody, everybody, everybody over there at uh, Dreamville. I think he wants to give them the push that he felt like he didn't get, and he doesn't feel like he can do that while making his own music. Yeah, I feel like it's, it really does overshadow your artist. I I don't think that because they all shine in their own light. They they do, but, but I think he just he doesn't feel like he can put the time into his artists that they deserve. I I just think that like we have such an artist like J Cole who's so big, you know, has his brand. Like Dreamville is J Cole's thing. That's yeah. that's his project. That's his group. That's his artist. You know, in order to be like an individual artist, you got to step out that light sometime. I think Jay stepping, I mean, Jay Cole stepping down and said, hey, I'm going to just push these artists forward now. I'm going to help them mentor them, give them the right direction, make sure they do the right thing. I think that just shows like a bigger. That's commendable, too. I think it's a bigger sign of respect. Yeah, most definitely. And I mean, it's, it's not even it's not even verified yet, but I feel like Jay will not leave his artists behind to suffer. And I feel, yeah. like, I feel like his shadow is just too big right now. Like, okay, in hip hop, there are going to be so many shadows at once. Yeah. I mean, there's only certain artists that can shine. And J. Cole has dominated the charts, you know, Plenty for the past, like, 10 years, 10, 11 years, 12 years or so. i say 11. And, I mean, when you have that kind of domination on the field, sometimes people get swept, uh, get swept behind on the radar. J. Cole has consecutively had three songs on the top 100 and every single time he drops an album. And they're not in the top 50. They're in the top 50. They're above 50. And, you know, his music... <laughs> Jericho music is not like it's not popular playlist on the radio type of shit. Nah. I mean honestly after fucking um what was the song with uh Miguel? Was it Miguel? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All I want is you. Yeah. No, no that one? That? No, that's not. Are you talking one? about the other one? What's the one with Power Trip? Power Trip. Another one too. That before that one. Before that one, I think it was All I Want Is You. Yeah. So I mean, oh, even the one with Paula Abdul too. The uh, Paula Abdul, the Paula the remix. remix. Yeah. yeah. They took that. He fucking. Cause we got a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, nah, Yeah, so I mean, honestly, I feel like he's just trying to give his artists the uh, space they need to grow and nurture them and do it the right way. I mean, his whole Dreamville team is fucking full of hitters. Yeah, not nah, all of them are good. The, the problem with that, too, is we have a whole team of hitters like that, is that sometimes everybody's not striking out. I'm sorry. Sometimes everybody's, sometimes everyone's not getting a home run. You know, it's That's hard the TD to, effect. Yeah, and I mean, you have such a, a fucking good ass group of people out there, all producing music on their own, doing great ass songs and albums and projects. But I feel like in hip hop, there <coughs> there's not enough room for everybody to shine at once. Wu Tang was only only the only group that could do that. Cash Money's fucking sizzled and flopped outside Nicki Minaj and uh, Drake. Young Money. Young Money, sorry, Young Cash Money before that. Young Money it was like sizzled and flopped. Outside of Since we're talking about greats oh, yeah. Do you want to talk about uh, Lil Wayne selling Nicki Minaj's and Drake's Catalogs as well That he owned Shit I mean That's that's kind of We we preach against that Yeah We preach uh, For ownership um, What I did find out uh-huh. Through uh, Through a source I don't want to give my source away uh-huh. It's on the internet you can uh-huh. Not the point um, He only own, He owned less than 5% of Nicky's He owned less than 10% of Drake's mm-hmm. And what he sold of his own Was less than 15 That's a good ass deal Yeah No 
He made his money was worth, I think. Yeah, I mean, honestly, okay, like... I, I still think he was underpaid because even that little percentage that he did have, yeah. we don't know what songs it was. We don't know what albums it was. We don't know what that actually meant. Yeah. But yeah. I think he came out on top of that. But, I mean, honestly, like, I think that... I think, of course, he was underpaid, you know, for Obviously. His, but, I mean, I think he I think he had a good-ass deal because someone like Lil Wayne with his catalog, it, he has great music, great-ass songs, right? Yeah. But I mean, sometimes they're not gonna they're not gonna sell forever. To be honest, you know, you might get a couple of sales every year, a couple thousand. He pipes back up again, sells out again. But for the most part, though, his songs are not really movie songs. Playing movies that are being made right now, at least, not in not in white Hollywood. Like, yeah, okay. Like like Kanye West got that power song, right? Stronger. Stronger. Sorry. Stronger. My I'm sorry. Stronger. Every fucking movie from now to the end of time is gonna be in because it's such a pivotal song. And it, it can encompass so many different genres at once and so many different emotions. Well, I think I think the biggest thing is it doesn't sound like a specific genre. Exactly. So that's what I like about it. I don't think Lil Wayne has those in his catalog like that who transition well to either movies or TV shows. A few, but, but he but, may have not owned them. Yeah. That's the thing. Is we don't that's we don't that's the issue with this. Is yes, he was underpaid because even that fifteen percent he may have owned. Yeah. It was it's worth more than a hundred million dollars to us. Yeah, opinion wise, but maybe at the end of every month or the end of whenever those, whenever that money comes out, yeah, maybe it was nowhere near what he could sell them for. Yeah, exactly. And then also maybe he doesn't own as much as we think he owns. Well, I just told you he only owned fifteen percent. What it was fifteen percent of what whatever he, he had. Yeah. So, so like, who has the like, who has the other eighty five percent? He does. Or somebody else. I think Wayne has a lot. Of, I think Wayne has like a lot of fucking mixtapes in a chamber still. Probably got a couple, at least 10, 15,000 songs recorded, not released, that I really fuck with. I haven't heard them yet, but when I do hear fuck with them, be hard. But also, how do you feel about him selling Drake's catalog, Nicki Minaj? Is, are you okay with it? Or do you think it's kind of fucked up? Um, <clears throat> Hold on, mind you that you know it's only 5%. Yeah, and I guess it would just depend on... If he talked, did he talk to Drake? Yeah. Did he ask Drake like, "Yo, do you want these first? Knowing he couldn't pay him what they were gonna pay him, so yeah. Drake was probably like, "Cause Drake owns thirty percent of his masters. Yeah. He owns thirty percent of his masters in his publishing, so yeah. he owns a big chunk that's always gonna pay him for the rest of his life. Yeah. His we just talked about what well, we're gonna talk about the impact that Drake has had on the culture as well. Yeah. Adonis is fine. Yeah, so he's he's good for the rest of his life. So maybe that five percent, like I said, we don't know what the the end of the monthly bank statements show that he's getting from them. Yeah, but also, do you think that Nicki Minaj and Drake kind of owe Lil Wayne for their career? Oh yeah, most definitely. And so you do is 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 it, is it a stretch to say that? Oh yeah, well they, he's still five percent, but he got them ninety five percent all that money they made in their career because of him alone. They they both have thirty percent of their masters in yeah. publishing. So I mean, they, they so like they got a better deal than most artists have right now. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure where they come out in the future is gonna be even hundred percent owned for them probably. And I'm pretty sure half of what I'm pretty sure there's a different deal that's going on. Yeah. Because I don't know if you remember, but Drake won off Atlantic, and then all of a sudden he didn't want off of Atlantic yeah. or not Atlantic, but it was Universal. Uh-huh. And then he came out with the OVO. So I'm pretty sure he finagled his way a bigger percentage of that pie. Yeah. I don't know about Nikki. Nikki may have too, but Nikki hasn't been hitting well. I don't know, but like like Drake has OVO radio and Nikki Minaj is like the Barb's radio. But but what I'm saying is is he has the OVO imprint. Yeah. So I don't know if that means that he's getting more more than he was with Wayne now. I think so. I think you have to. I think So that- that's what I'm saying. Like that five percent, Drake might have been like, Whatever, bro, like that's you. 
Yeah. Like it might have been one of those things. Like this is our gift to you. Go ahead and sell that shit. Yeah. Did Did you watch the interview with um like Little B and Drake? That like whole hour like it was a two hour interview. I, oh, I, the I, uh, on Vice. Yeah, uh, I, I, I'm about to send it to you, but I just forgot. I'm sorry. Yeah, because one Chief Keef and Donald Glover do the same thing. But so yeah, because I saw it. Uh, well, I saw pieces of it. I saw one part of it where they're talking, and uh, they ask him. Well, Jake says he's not sure he'll be cool with Nicki Minaj again. Like, they have some beef there. Oh, because she didn't love him. You think so? What was in that song, Miss Me? I think it was like that. Don't remember that? I do. I can't remember the verse, though. Just spit it. How did he... I don't remember how he begot, how he started it, but he said, uh, I love Nicki Minaj. I told her I'd admit it. I just hope one day that she's that we get married and say we fucking did it. He oh. loved Nicki. And I think he couldn't get Nikki. He just light skin. He smashed Nikki. He just light skin. I'm pretty sure he kicked. He caught them cheeks. I think he loved Nikki. That's not sure. a clap. Who, who fucks like that? Nikki Minaj is a silicone ass, so it sounds like a clap, like a wooden I still want to sleep on it. I I, I think that I think that uh, he not with her Nikki. on it. Okay, it's, it's whatever. Okay, we're not the gossip podcast. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying I think that I think Drake confessed his feelings for her. Mm -hmm. She said no because she was still with Safari, even though they were rocky for fucking years. Drake, Drake is light skinned so of course he has to listen to everybody. So let's not talk about what he feels because we okay. know he feels a lot. Then don't also, ask me why you, you think can't there's even beef. Even just, just, first off, let's say that right now. You wouldn't know what to do with that. I never said I want to sleep with her. You okay. didn't even hear me. I, I said I want to sleep on her ass. It's like just eating ass and not fucking. Yeah. That's weird. I would do that. Eat ass and not fuck? Yeah. Okay, that's weird. The fuck? Let me make your pussy, girl. I don't want to fuck you eat your pussy. That's yeah. Some, I don't want you to make fun of my dick size. That, that's some pussy. <laughs> weird shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> There's this guy we used to know on the block. His name was uh, Beep. But anyway, he told this girl, I just want to eat a pussy. I don't want to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so you're saying, so you're telling me. If your celebrity crush was like, yo, I just want you to eat my pussy. I don't want you to fuck. You wouldn't do it? Huh? You want me to repeat the whole question? No, I heard you. I'm saying, huh? Okay. So would you do it or no? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, yeah, of course. But I don't know. <laughs> I would, bro. I'm just saying. Head so good. Make the ass shake. But anyway. <laughs> Meg too. Meg too. Hey, I heard Meg. I think Cardi stinks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I heard, I heard, I heard Megan Stallion freestyle on a, the freshman class with uh, the baby, and I swear to God that class was trash. Volume two coming out soon. Stay tuned for that coming up this Sunday. Yeah, Gonna release. Volume one was okay. We get better in time, bitch. I get better in time. That's what you tell you, women. No, I, this is, that's the it's the wheezy verse. Oh, I okay. get better in time, like a watch. Not so much like that, but he said that. Okay, all right, go anyway, ahead. Anyway, though. I heard the, I heard Cipher and I was like, damn, these two are just head and shoulders head and shoulders above the whole freshman class at that point in time. Yeah. Now I'm so disappointed with freshman classes of of recent because either I'm out the loop or they just not spinning like they used to. They're just not dope anymore. I I bet if Toby was <coughs> is Toby doing the Ingwe in a freshman class? No. Twenty twenty one, he might be in it. He should be. Guarantee, cause he's dropping shit every Sunday. I, I think Stove Gosh Cook should too. I figured, hey, he was on that list with Little B. He might. We really got to find out how they picked the freshmen. Yeah, because they trash at it. We've been looking. Uh, go listen to uh, Russian Creams by Mega Stallion. Okay, it's nice. It's nice. Yeah. Okay. Now, she used to be really. She was a really good rapper. Hey, she is a really good rapper. Hey, hey, have you seen her without makeup on? Yeah. Baddie. Yeah. Better without makeup. God damn. Taraje too. She's only five ten. She's not even that tall. 
Johnny's talking himself into it. Nah, I can get that. You know what I mean? I'm tall I can get that. Tar- 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 I'm trying to get some dollars. I'm tall than Tory Lanez. Hey, <laughs> tall, hey anyway, okay. you know. All right. But let's relax. All right, man. So we talk about Drake. We talk about Wayne. But I really wanted to talk about Drake and Wayne because Charlemagne the God says we are no longer in the Drake era. The Drake era is over. It doesn't matter if he puts out another album. How do you feel? I agree. I'll tell you why. Wow. Trash takes from Johnny. Stop. First take. No, no, no. It's like the second. I'll, I'll tell you why I agree. Because. Okay, go ahead. Go the, ahead. Go the, ahead. Okay, thank you. Let a black man speak. You didn't let it go. Race. Anyway, right. like I was saying before, the white man started to press me. When the white man started to put his neck on my foot on my neck. That's <laughs> way. Get out of my pocket, brother. But anyway, like I was saying. <laughs> Trash. <laughs> Cut the episode off. All right, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Thank you. Why? Oh, horrible. Why? Okay. I I concur with Charlemagne on that um <laughs> amazing theory that he said because I let me articulate it correctly, really quickly. So one moment, please, ladies and gentlemen. I agree because the Drake era was an amazing stretch of just hot ass singles and hot ass albums and songs, back to back to back. Now, Drake is still capable of doing that. He hasn't fell off at all. But I think what Charmaine is trying to say is that there's a new generation of rappers coming out right, right now with Little Baby, The Baby, and Young M- and, uh, <coughs> NBA Young Boy, and then YB and, uh, sorry, Corday. All of these up and coming rappers right now are really putting out great, great art to, like, great works of art. And they're amassing this huge fan base of the new generation of hip hop fans and listeners. So I agree. I think the Drake era is gone. It's time for a new era. Hopefully, hopefully somebody picks up the reins. But right now, I think you're misinterpreting it the wrong way. Oh really? Okay, yeah. that's my interpretation of what Charlamagne said. Was trying to say, I'm not. I'm not gonna speak for a black man because I'm gonna let him speak because he deserves to talk. All but right, well let me ahead. do it then. Go ahead. <laughs> I think what he meant was there was a white man. man. (laughs) I'm not getting that drop. Uh That's not gonna be a drop. Anyway, anyway. No, it's white pride. I'm Irish. No, (laughs) that's the same shit. You know. Anyway, you know know MCs from Georgia, the Southern state. (laughs) I'll let you speculate out there. I've lived around. I've lived around more black people than Johnny has. Oh, plantation. (laughs) That's called slavery, buddy. That's fucked up. More I was brown, not alive during okay, slavery. Okay. Your ancestors were. No, they weren't. Great Papa, great, great Papa MC out there in the plantation, spinning verses and spilling rhymes. <laughs> hey, come with the come spin me, come spin a verse. <laughs> Yo. What do you think, Charlotte made me with those comments though? What do you think? I hate you. You hate blacks? No, just Johnny. Just Johnny. I, I My family isn't even from I Georgia. Don't, don't, don't talk. Just tell me why. I'm not, I'm not questioning that. I know you're not. Okay. <laughs> tell me why now. Okay. Tell me why. I think... <laughs> speak. Relax. Okay, speak. I think Charlemagne's interpretation was, at one time, a Drake verse meant the world. Blockboy JB, have you heard another song by him? I played the fifth? <laughs> no. Exactly. I think that's what Charlemagne meant. I don't think he. I don't think he meant like he'll never drop another good album. He'll never drop another good single. Yeah. But I think the Drake era of you having to have Drake on a song to really pop on the radio 
or to be popping, period. Yeah. I think that's over. I think there's too many people that have moved in and came in, like the baby. Yeah. Like if the baby's on a song, it's it's hot. If Lil Baby's on a song, it's hot. If Meg's on a song, it's hot. Yeah. Like WAP was a horrible song. Like let's just be honest. It was funny. It wasn't the best song. Like let's just be real. Not that dap instead, huh? Dry ass pussy. <laughs> No, no, <laughs> Never wait, mind. no, no. I, I, I you think want that bad? <laughs> I think we both agree that I don't want the bag. The bad. Michael Jackson bad? No. And she bad. You want me to say it? I'll say it. <laughs> and I'll let the bad No, rock. anyway, look. So I think I think that's what Charlemagne said. I think that era is over. I think yeah. Drake's era of uh, making an artist pop is gone. I think that Drake, I think Drake isn't moving into where he's going to need in a new artist to be with him uh -huh. but he's gonna have to start embracing the newer artists harder than he was from 20 from 2009 to, to now so you think the Drake era is over then yeah what did I say you said it in a in a sense of uh, <laughs> that he wasn't gonna drop another good album and that was over no I didn't mean that I didn't say that cause I, I, that's kind of what you said I, I'm gonna listen to the episode again today later because <laughs> I, I, I remember saying like Drake still put out a hot song, a heart album. It's just that his era of music is over. I think you're right. I think that I don't think his era of music is over either. I think it's he's very versatile. Yeah, probably is. The Afro beats. You don't like them? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's a thing right there. I don't like mine. Stop. <laughs> Bum the clots. Yo, I hated that song War. Did you hey. hear that song by him? Yeah, I was cool. I was man's. Like, That's what he said the whole fucking song. Man's man. Hey. Man's want to get on man's and man's do men's. Hey, uh. I think Drake era is probably over, you know? I mean, he's still a good artist. He's still, he still put out good good works of art. But I think you're right. Just no, having a having a Drake verse no longer solidifies you as having a hot song. Yeah. I think I think that's what he... That's what I would say Charlamagne meant by the Drake and, era. And like, honestly, I wish it was like another, like a little Lil Wayne protege. I wish it, I wish it was like a little... Another, another, sorry. I wish it was another Lil Wayne protege take the reins from Drake. Young Thug. Young Thug. I don't like that slime talk, though. He's out there. Barter six? I can make a brick walk. Louisville to Southtown. Hey, you're doing good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting a little reverb on that for you. I can make a brick walk. Um, no, but uh, I think you're, I think Charmin was right about saying that Drake error's over who, with. No, no disrespect, though. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Just, I, think it, I think everybody took it too far and was like, oh, he can't make another hot song. I don't no, think no, that's no, what he was saying. I know. Watch it, watch it come out with a hot song like tomorrow. Yeah. But also, though, I think we have to be mindful of the fact that Drake could pop at any time. Yeah. He like, come out like, right now with a new song. And then, like, he's so, you're right, he is versatile. He got up on fucking any beat almost and flip, and flip it back to what he wants it to be. Yeah. If he starts going back to his older style flowing and a little, like, a little more singing kind of if thing. If I could get another Take Care. Yeah. I'd be jizzing all night at that. <laughs> <laughs> So you are waiting on you. You are waiting on Certified Lover Boy. You got you got a little hootie patootie you want to listen to it with? Nah, driving myself my lonely shit. You gotta be happy with yourself before you happy with anybody else. Message. Bars. <laughs> no, no, no. And then, Bars. Who do you think is gonna pop out the biggest artist of twenty twenty one? You think it'll be like, cause like okay, say we get concerts back to some capacity. Okay. Which artist is gonna make the most of it? Little baby. Little baby. The baby. Honestly, like if I could see a new artist popping out, I really want to see what Stove God Cooks does. I, I think, know I just heard of him, but I think he has a lot of potential. I think if quarantine goes away and have concerts again, and it's a warm summer, then City Girls gonna make that pussy talk. <laughs> <laughs> they are like 
they got they probably that music for all the ratchets in the world, and I feel like. And you ready for it? I mean, honestly, I am. I feel like they had a good ass album. Okay. I mean, honestly, if if, if they could have had, like, you trying to get a Birkin bag for all six figures? I guess so. <laughs> Somebody got paid for the bills around Boy, you here. Need to, you need to start. You need to, you need to find some OnlyFans girls. Go get yourself a bag for the dick. No, nah, they don't live on Clubhouse now, just like we are. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Johnny's gonna get nasty on Clubhouse That's Watch. <laughs> you gonna go to the moan room? No, I don't know what that is. You don't know what the moan room is? No, no. They have a cash prize to see which girl can make the best moan. Oh, that's kind of weird. Yo, Clubhouse is wild. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, that shit in class. You were moaning class. No, you know that shit. No, shit in middle school, you just be moaning in class. What teacher not looking? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so wack. You didn't do that shit. No, so my lame. friend Nick did that shit on the bus one time, and he got us kicked off because they thought he was raping me. Y'all so lame. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> I think 2021 is going to be pop-off year for a couple of artists. I think that the baby's going to really transition a little bit more. He might even go more deeper in his lyrics. It just depends on how... Yeah, his, my Brother's Keeper was dope. Yeah, I mean, it depends on how his mental is. Imagine if he had more time for that one, let it marinate a little bit and tune it up. It was already great. You know, I respect him for doing it. It was a hard album to do. Because it shit sound like some gospel. Yeah. I hope Chance comes back. You think Chance is going to... I don't know. I hope he can. I mean, I, I, I think he killed... Half of his legacy with that, his album with the best day ever. Mm-hmm. Think so. What what Chicago? No, so. What Chicago? What Chicago rappers right now are really standing down in the game? Besides like the whole drill scene. Dirk. Dirk. Yeah. I wouldn't consider him strictly drill. Now nah, Dirk is Dirk is really um. He's showing he's a good person. I mean, for the some, problem is I really don't know where a lot of these artists that I do hear of. I don't know where they're from. Yeah. It used to be a really big thing to know where you were from. Uh huh. And I really don't know where a lot of them are from. You're right. We don't see a lot of. You don't see a lot. Only, only, only. I hope I get a three stacks verse this year. The only artists that we see who really represent where they're from is like um, Atlanta artist. Do you want to hear a Young Thug and Andre Three K song? I don't, but I feel like I need to because I feel like it'll be hot. I mean, okay. I mean, okay, Young Thug. I just, just want to get your opinion. I on. mean, I think Young Thug is is um, underrated. I mean, um, he, nah. he's his music's not for everybody. Nah, but he has that following though. That slime talk. Shit, and I was like, okay, like, like, like when I heard that song with uh, J Cole, I never expected that to happen. I never expected to have fucking Young Thug and J Cole, Twenty One Savage on a fucking song. Travis Scott, Travis Scott too. That's who's on. Oh, was it? Was Twenty One wasn't on there. Twenty One wasn't. He wasn't. No. What was he on? I don't know. All right. Anyway, so I I never expected that to happen, but it did. Oh no, they did that song. Uh... A lot. How many yeah. I got a lot. How yeah, many yeah, yeah. Like, so that not that one, but even again, that's that was a whole surprise feature too. Yeah, but it, it showed me like okay, these artists have something more to offer. What about Travis Scott? How do you think he's gonna? Okay, what about we never talked about take? this? Yeah, Travis Scott's over. Mm. Why do you think his kid Cudi came back? No. Oh, okay. I, I think because of uh, touring. If touring doesn't come back in the next two three years, yeah, he really Travis Scott makes music for his shows. He doesn't yeah. not make music for you to sit in the house and listen to. Yeah, that sicko mode was nice as fuck. Yeah, but Drake was on it, so it was a song you could listen to. Yeah, <coughs> I mean, honestly, I do. You, how do you feel about Kid Cudi's album that he dropped this year, Man on the Moon Three? After listening to it, I really didn't like it. Do you think it was just a? To me, it brought back that the uh, nostalgia. It did to hear him again. Yeah, nostalgia. Nostalgia. There you go. Nostalgia. <laughs> it did to hear him again and to hear his hums and the, like his cadence and his flow. Yeah. But I just didn't like the album, like. I felt like Kid Cudi should have grew with me. 
You know, like the, he's one of those artists I wish could have grew with me. I wish I wish Lupe Fiasco kind of uh, came back with something nice. He just dropped an album this year. Really, I didn't even hear about it. Yeah, I know. Did you hear about it? Yeah. You liked it? Mm. What was it like? How was it? I feel like Lupe's in this weird era in his life where he's kind of like Eminem right now. Not that he was like a super superstar, but he's like trying to prove that he's still one of the greatest. Yeah, I mean, okay, you know who really did that really well actually? Who kind of proved they got bars beside all the bullshit? Wale. Oh, Wale always had bars though. Wale but, dropping an album top 20, 2021. Mark but, my words. But but what killed Wale was his fucking Twitter shit. Yeah, if he wasn't, way too many if, antics. If it was not on Twitter, like if he wasn't like arguing people and like saying trying to prove that he's not sensitive, he'll been fine. Or not corny. Yeah, and it's like you gotta let them go like that. People in the black community, black culture, for one, if you talk about your feelings or if you talk over the educated, or you have some sophisticated songs or whatever, they call you corny because that's all they can say about you. You know, yeah. they, they they say the same shit about Jordan Lucas. Like he's corny. I like Jordan Lucas. A lot of people do, and, and, like, and like the way he did it was he didn't engage with those artists, calling him corny. He didn't say any of that shit. He yeah. just left it at, left it as it is. I think the antics definitely killed Wale. Yeah, and um, I mean, I guess his new song was dope. Uh, you know, I heard that shit too. I was gonna play today. Fire. I'll play it today at the podcast. I was talking about Wale <laughs> for it. No, but um, I think what Wale just he had too much to prove. Little man syndrome, whatever it may be. And I'm like, I guess he tried to prove, like, hey, not from, not from the DMV, I'm tough, too. You know, I've been out these streets. Oh, be it, you right. Yeah. But you don't got to tell us that. Like, come on, just let your music speak for itself. And I think he was really on Twitter too early and really kind of wrote a bad wave with it. Yeah. You know, it was like, it's like, we know, like, artists know now not to engage your fans on Twitter. It was, it was like the open season on Twitter, too. It was like, Twitter was new still. It was like yeah. the 2008, 2010 era when... Twitter wasn't really like that not a lot of people were on there, but enough people were to so you knew like what was going on. Yeah, that like that love hate thing was really like that song of his and uh, Lotus Flower Bomb all shit. He just transitioned, and I guess like I don't know. I think he just reacted badly to the people and shouldn't have did it. And I feel sorry for him. I mean, yeah. no, I don't because he's a fucking millionaire. Fuck that. But <laughs> I, I think he doesn't get enough credit. And I, I fuck with him. I hope we drop something next year. It'll be nice. Yeah, no, nah, I hope to hear from him too. I mean, honestly, the album, the album about nothing. You know what, fucking. Seinfeld Seinfeld was nice yeah. to me It's just smooth From start to hey, finish if concerts open back up We gotta go Shit I'll go Listen from start to finish That shit was immaculate to me That whole album From White Shoes to Girl on Drugs Shit You in your bag right now huh? Nah I mean the matrimony too Was nice as fuck with Usher What's that? Huh? When it, when it talk about the roller coaster So you know you're gonna uh, Marriage is like a roller coaster right? Where oh you go yeah high? okay That one Okay and, and I thought that was a good ass transition too I mean He's underrated, and I really do fuck with uh, Wale. Uh, he dropped some new shit that was fire recently. Yeah, you know, let me play it for Spillage us. Village. Ooh, I think they're gonna really be a. I think they're gonna fucking really Man, shine. I hope, I hope groups come back. What happened to Flatbush Zombie though? For one, uh, they moved on to their weed strains. Really? They're making millions. Okay, good. Because I mean, they they came out the same time a little bit after ASAP. And Not Suicide Boys. <laughs> what the fuck am I gonna Kodak bleep face on right there so it's like I don't like them at all I don't bro. either hey what's the other nigga name I hate when that, white people try to tell me I should rap- listen to him no what's that corny rapper name uh, McDonald something he always talk about like racist oh, shit like Tom that oh Tom McDonald man fuck him <laughs> I can't stand that bitch he's, he wants to say some shit like like, like. Like, 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 like how the fuck are you gonna take a culture? Well, like, like, he is real. He's a fucking culture appropriator. He threw some tattoos on his face. Start making some fucking um, obscure rap music with a message a little bit. Talk about racist like that. How come I, you can say nigga, but I can't say 
How can we say cracker can't say nigga shit like that? Like, why the fuck you make me use the tort that anyway? Like, respect the culture a little bit. But no, you're a fucking fraud to me, and I don't respect you at all. And I feel like all you do is make fans for, like, fucking white people to say, this is good rap music now. Like, I hate when fucking people like that, I hate when fucking people like that say, oh, this is good music, and they make it more like this. Like, no, don't encourage this fucking little, because, like, he's just a fucking lame-ass person. Like, you feel the same way. Don't lie to me. I do, but it's just funny to hear you get in your bag saying no, somebody's cause, whack. Because, like, he is. I'm like, I'll call, I'll, call, I'll call a lot of people whack, but to me, I feel like he is. I know. That's why it's funny. And, in fact, he, he just call, he just really making money off the culture. And oh, yeah. Disrespecting the same, disrespecting the same breath. Oh, yeah. Like, as soon as he can't, so fucking trash. As soon as he can, he's going to fucking transition to fucking some other type of music. Oh, he's the Post Malone effect. And I'm like, fuck out of here. I mean, at least Riff Raff stayed true a little bit. He still stayed true. I mean, at least he did that shit. Got beat up, still stayed true. Still him. Still fucking Riff Raff. Who beat up Riff Raff? I don't know, somebody stalked him out of Miami, I think. That, no, that was Stitches. Yo, Stitches, I'll fuck him. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, Tommy McDonald's trash Yo, I don't know person. how Stitches got away with saying the N-word so many times and nobody beat him up more. Because he's just a big-ass white boy and standing around people that just don't really care. I mean, the, Nah, he said he's saying that shit in, in crowds of people. I mean, he on session in Chicago. I like how you always bring Chicago. This is my boys right there in Chicago. I fuck with y'all. All right, y'all take right. shit. All right, Johnny. Man, young I'm not, Jonathan. I'm not, I'm, I'm not from. I don't watch the government like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not from Chicago, but I just don't like how. Um, I just don't like when people appropriate the culture too much and don't give anything to it. Yeah, all you gonna, fuck gonna, white kids on Twitter. If you're gonna take it, then give something back to it at least. Yeah. Like these social commentary people on Twitter, YouTube, fucking making reaction TikToks. videos. Take all that shit. I'm like, you guys are taking, but you're not giving anything back to it. Bitches. Like, you're giving your, you're giving your interpretation in the streets talking. Like, I saw a fucking video of Pop Hunter and some guys going to the facts about the case. Pop Hunter is a certified snitch. The streets ain't fucking with him no more. He a rat. I'm like, boy, if you don't shut your ass up, like, <laughs> like stop. Because, like, how the fuck are you saying he it's a like rat? like some white kid on Twitter. And I'm like, you a snitch, too? You probably flip like that if you got Or pressed. no, TikTok. I'm sorry. That was YouTube. I don't watch TikTok, but that was YouTube. Oh, it was on Twitter? It was on YouTube? Uh -huh. Oh, shit. Yo, white people are mad funny to me. I mean, I just know, I'm like the whites, the whites. <laughs> and you know, I don't mean, I don't mind if you're gonna make like homage videos or you're gonna pay respects to something, but don't take, 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 and then leave it as academics isn't. and broken. Exactly, even him too. Don't take, 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 and give nothing to it. You know, don't grow. Yeah. Don't provide nothing. Provide something. Provide something of context to it. If you want to make these videos about drill music or make videos about uh, people being rats, then find a way to really give back to something in that same arena. Okay, yeah, yeah but look at this person. Look at this rapper over here who did, who did things the right way, who didn't tell, who went to school and shit like that. Up, Uphold the culture and up to a higher standard. I mean, don't portray black people just as fucking niggas. It's not true. And okay. I think that's what they do. Right. I don't have too much comment. I, I can't comment too much on that, but yeah, I feel you. I got you. I got you. I feel you. I, I fucking hate all these white kids that make it hard for me to do this. Yeah, what because all they want to do is talk shit about artists. I'm like, uh. What do you think is going to be the future of rap music? Like, who? What artists would you say is going to be relevant in five more years from now? J Cole, Kendrick, Chance the Rapper, Drake, The Baby. I think Lil Baby may is just going to see what he pivots to this next year. Make the stallion. What do you say if I said? Lil Wayne stopped rapping All of a sudden He's just retired um, Kendrick retired J. Cole retired And then Who else retired out was pretty dope Oh then I would like to see Roddy I would like to see uh, Damn Pop Smoke passed I was gonna say Pop Smoke I'd like to see Lil Skies 
Um, I'd like to see more Ski Master Slump God. Yeah. Who, who, who legacy has been like really catapulted where they, where they can stop right now and be considered one of the greatest to do it of all times? Like a new artist or like last 10 years of an artist who had really Lil Uzi. Lil Uzi, think 21 so? Savage. I don't know about greatest of all time. Well, they're not greatest. Like, like they, they say, oh, they stopped making music now, but they still be kind of gay rotation play. Blue Uzi, 21 Savage, uh, XXXTentacion. Really? I think, yeah, he still gets he still gets played right like, now. Honestly, I, no, rest in peace to, rest in peace to X. I wasn't a big fan of his. No, I, I wasn't like, either. I, I was kind of, his song, some of his antics that I heard he did really, really did a disservice to him and to me because like now I can't fuck with you off principle alone. Yeah, I feel it, but I, also still think you got to give somebody time to grow yeah you're right and he ain't get the time to grow no and i think it came came from you know his his upbringing there's a lot of i, I could sit here and try yeah. to give him everything but i get why you're saying it yeah. i just think that we should have gave him a more of a chance and we didn't get to give give him that chance period so and, and like say right here say um say pop was still alive uh nip was still alive you got big sean what are you saying about five years of legacy is going to be between those rappers? I know it's like kind of I think different Nips a would bit. be way heavier. I think he would have been able to do more things. Yeah. I think a lot of things may have stopped because of his passing because Nip's name wasn't attached to it. Yeah. Which is sad to say because you got people that wanted to help the communities, but sadly enough, it's not going to happen probably. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not I'm not in those communities, so I don't know. Mm -hmm. But I would say a couple things probably stopped because of his passing. Yeah. Uh, Pop, I think, would have a bigger career right now. I think his Shoot for the Stars was a dope album. Yeah, yeah. I think it would have pushed him in the light more. I think Big Sean, I think if Big Sean would drop more music more consistently, because he's dope. Yeah. I think he just thinks he's already at that level where he can just something, pop back in and out whenever he wants to. Yeah, something to stop him from doing it to get that push. Like, I guess for me at least, I think if Nip was still alive five years from now, I think he would be more of a business mogul than anything else. Oh, yes. I feel like his album would have met critically, been critically acclaimed, you know? Mm -hmm. The one the one he released before he died, or released after he died, was it Victory Lap? Was it yeah. the one that came out? It's the one that came out before he died. And that was the uh, that had the song on it. Um, not the box one. It had the other song. Um, Victory Lap was the name of the song. Basically, yeah. I think if um, he would have stayed alive and he didn't pass, I feel like his legacy would have been a lot bigger, and I feel like he would have more of a mogul status. I feel like he would have partnered with Jay Z for something. Oh he yeah, he would have really, really transitioned and showed the world, like especially if Nip was alive right Jay now. Jay bought ten of those thousand dollar albums. I'm telling, you, I think if Nip was alive right now during the whole movement that happened in L.A., it would have been huge because you know he would have been out there. You know he would have had the game out there, NYG out there. Yeah. You know he would make he would make a movement. And I think for Big Sean, at least, if he drops more, he'll be better. I mean, he's like he's good. If he drops more, though, I think he'll be, he'll be considered like the top of Detroit, you know, outside like Eminem and some others. Yeah, but I would just like, like to see more music from him. I yeah. don't think we've seen enough. I think he keeps trying to prove something, and yeah. it's like stop trying to prove something and just give me good music. Mm -hmm. I think that's what I don't like, but at the same time, it's like if you can do it right, I like the competitiveness. Yeah. But it, when it's you're when you're competing against fans and people on the internet, you're it doesn't show win. me competitiveness. Plus, you're not going to win though. Yeah, that too. Like you, like one thing you can't beat is the internet. Like undefeated. some people just sit on the internet just to fuck with you all day. Yeah. Stop trying to please those people. Just make good music and let it speak for itself. Absolutely. <laughs> I honestly think that Pop Smoke would have had a nice career. I think he would have really transitioned really well because he had the whole New York behind him. Yeah. Doing a woo walk. You know, I didn't know what the woo was too. He said it. The woo and the chew. I didn't know she was real. You want to fuck with the woo? 
And I mean, like, his voice, he had that dynamic voice, too, I guess. And I, he had the back end, too. Mm -hmm. And I think he would have been great. I think there's a lot of artists that could take away in their prime. Yeah. I think we could really do a Mount Rushmore of artists from region, from city to state. To, to, uh, We're taking too soon. Yeah. Yeah, it's sad. There's a lot of Mount Rushmores. I mean, like I said, tomorrow's never promised, so always keep doing what you do. Make sure if you die tomorrow, you're happy with what you did today. For sure. I think I think with the sudden uh, usually at the end of the episode what we're doing now is we're trying to give flowers to an artist that usually doesn't get the flowers but I think we should just give them to MF Doom today I think we should let our um, whatever we think it should be I think we should just give it to MF Doom and leave it at that yeah we got to I mean respects to MF Doom for doing everything he did for the culture you know he chose to stay anonymous for the most part and keep everything keep everything private um, from what I found out about him he had he had a tough life. He was born he was born in the UK. He's a Brit. Came to Queens when he was like ten. Um, he had a group with his brother called KLD. His brother passed away in a car accident like in ninety nine. That's when he really went underground heavily. He found the motivation again and came back out produce, making songs. And then his son Malachi, rest in peace, passed away too as well prematurely. And that, that's that's probably heavy on your heart to have your brother. And your son yeah. pass away, you know, in your lifetime. That's crazy. You know, and I think that's where really kind of... That's one of my biggest fears as a parent. You know, that's how it's hard. Especially dealing with any kind of death, but having your son, your blood, your seed. Yeah. You know, something you, something you created that you didn't get a chance to watch grow. Yeah. That shit's horrible. You know, it's like having a garden every single year. And you're growing this nice-ass fucking tomato plant. And you watch it mature. This motherfucker just steps on it. Bad analogy, but all respect to uh, yeah. MF Doom. Yeah, no, yeah, not probably my biggest fear as a parent is my son passing and my daughter passing before me. That's just hard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, just respect to his legacy. Honestly, um, I don't like the internet whenever it comes to people passing. Sometimes because we get a bunch of jokes. Yeah. I hate that shit. MF Doom had a long career. He had a very fruitful career in his space yeah. where he was and it's, it's good when you could do something in your own space what you want to do and be rewarded behind it to have the financial backing they can make money off what you love to do and stay true to yourself yeah you know i mean people wished out uh q-tip saying um rest in peace to um, mf doom i'm a big fan of yours thanks for inspiring me to do what you do we weren't that close i i, I, I barely knew you but you did so much for me and hearing q-tip said means a lot because Q-Tip inspired a whole generation of rappers. Yeah. So in order to, so if you inspire Q-Tip, you really birthed a lot of rappers in how they create, in how to in how to maneuver through this whole celebrity and this whole fame thing because it's tough. Yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in power. Yeah, man. Make sure it's all caps whenever you write doom. Caps. Majesty, keep your battery charged. He know it won't stick, yo. And it's not his fault to kick slow. Should've let your trick hold, chick hold your sick glow. Plus, nobody couldn't do nothing once he let the brick go. And you know I know that's a bunch of snow. The beat is so butter.